Hey, thank you so much for downloading the episode today on the show. We talk about if we are morning people or not. And guess what? We're not. We also talk a little celeb news and our new show that we love to hate, Trading Spaces Reboot. That plus our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. This is God awful. Ass ugly awful. Paula. What the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> uncensored as always, it's time for the ugly truth. Welcome to the ugly truth. It is episode 267. We sound so melodious today. We do sound similar. So welcome to The Ugly Truth. I'm Jamie. This is my sister, Paula. We're recording this kind of early in the morning. <laughs> I mean, okay, it's early for us. It's not early for normal people, but anything before 10 a.m. feels early. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like, okay, for example, I have a hair appointment tomorrow. It's at 930 and it takes a good 30 minutes to get there, especially during the week with commute traffic and stuff because I have to get on the freeway. And when she called me yesterday, hi, I'm just calling to confirm your 930 appointment. I'm like, okay, I'll be there. Oh, my God. I forgot I did a 930 appointment. It sucks. What were you thinking? I was thinking that my hairdresser is super booked all the time and you literally take what you can get. It's like, please, sir, may I have an appointment? It's like you'll take whatever they get, whatever they have available. That's true. I'm two weeks behind on touch up and haircut and all that stuff. It's funny because my hair is super long right now and Daryl loves it. He's yeah, like, oh, it's so long. I'm like, I look like a witch. Like, it's too <laughs> long. I mean, I love it. I wish I could have long hair. But if I had extensions and it was really full and all of that, like movie stars, then sure. But normal people hair, it's not like that. So I got to get a kit. Yeah, that's true. It's like a good doctor. You'll just take whatever appointment you can get. Seriously. And so hopefully I can be chipper and friendly at 930 in the morning. Yeah, it's, it's not good. You know, they'll be like, oh, do you want anything to drink? I'm like, I have literally mainlined coffee just to get my ass here on time. So, no, I'm good. And they're going to offer you the champagne and you'll be like, no, <sighs> like, thank I you. can't do it. I'd love to. But no, I even I have my limits on when I'm going to have champagne. I haven't even eaten breakfast. I just can't do it. <laughs> I don't. You know what? I can't even do brunch because it's too early. I can't do it. I don't like brunch. I can't eat breakfast, like, super early. Mm-mm. It makes me nauseous. When Kim and I lived together, when we were, like, basically children, we were 18 and 19 years old when we moved in together for the first time. Maybe we're 19. And she's a morning she's a morning person. And so she would get up at, like, 6.37, and she wouldn't even be awake. She would be... You know that video of that little girl who's basically falling asleep in her cereal? Ugh. Have you ever seen that? She yeah. would sit at the table and she would have her eyes closed and she would be eating, you know, whatever cereal she was eating. And I would just look at her going, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine putting anything in my mouth that early in the morning, including a penis. Like nothing is happening. <laughs> oh, God. No. Can you even imagine? It's like, no, I'm not doing it. It's like, just let me be awake. I, but we're afternoon, evening people. I get my second wind at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, That's really? Just, <sighs> I don't know. Like what when that people is. ask me, they're like, "Are you a morning person or a night person?" I'm like, "I'm more of like a mid to afternoon person." 
I can be up late. I love it because Daryl's a morning person. He wakes up at like 530 on the dot every single day. And yes, I get angry because he doesn't get out of bed. He stays in bed and like checks his email and, you know, what's going on in the world and everything like that. And I'm laying there with my eyes squished shut angry because I'm awake and he's woken me and I hate it. So it sucks. But then again, he gets mad at me because I'm watching Rick and Morty at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Although I have offered, I said, hey, I'm happy to go downstairs and just watch my show. And, you know, then I don't have to have it on basically mute so that I can actually hear the words. It's fine. I'd be happy. No, you don't have to do that. It's fine. Except when he's half asleep, half awake, and he's doing what I do, squishing his eyes, squeezing to shut and just making this, huh, you know, when he's mad. So it's it's a weird, you know, it's relationships vicious, are weird. It's a vicious cycle. A daily vicious cycle. It's crazy. I don't know why we do it to each other. If I stay up past Victor, like Victor will go to bed. And if I don't go to bed with him, mm-hmm. I'll end up staying up and, yeah. and falling asleep on the couch. And then like waking up at 4 a.m. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, ah, whatever. And then he gets up early. So he'll be like, what are you for doing? For work. <laughs> and then he'll be like, so I see we slept on the couch again. <laughs> you know? You know? Although, you know, I don't know what the deal is, but my whole life. I've had insomnia. I was thinking about this a while ago because I I don't I haven't had a bout of insomnia in a while, but I did have one a few weeks ago to the point where I was watching something and I started crying. And Daryl <laughs> and Daryl goes, "What what are you all right? What is this?" It was something dumb, too. It wasn't anything good. I go, "I'm just I'm just really tired." <laughs> and he's like, "Why?" And I go, "Because I've had like 3 hours of sleep in 2 days. I was so tired." And uh, I re- I recall when I was a kid, I had insomnia a lot when yeah. I was a teenager. Did you? I don't remember. I had. Mm. I think I had periods of time where I kept waking up at 5 a.m. Yeah. And I don't remember. Right. Like this last week, for some reason, I keep waking up at 3 a.m. And I just can't go back to sleep. That's the scary hour. They say that's when all the scary demons come out at 3 a.m. In all the movies, all the movies, 3 a.m. straight up, people wake up and then there's some demon or ghost wandering around their house, terrorizing the village. Well, it's terrorizing me to the point where I can't (laughs) sleep and I'm getting angry. Yeah. I end up going out in the living room and, you know sticking around on Facebook, but nobody's open, you know, no one's some, open. Some of our friends, <laughs> nobody's open for business. Yeah. It's like, come on, wake up everyone. I'm awake. Some of our friends in Iowa are awake because we do have some early risers. Well, and, they're uh, farmer, they're farmer people they're yeah. before the sun rises. They're scaring the roosters for God's sake in Iowa. And so, <laughs> or like on the East Coast, they, right. they're, you know, up and posting stuff. So that's, you know, I appreciate what they're doing, but it's still <laughs> early for them. Yes, it is early. I start doing things after the kids get home from school. Yeah. And I you, don't yeah. know why. It's well, because just... you're, that's when you're awake. You finally gotten out of the sleepy part of your time. <laughs> yeah, really. So the first six hours, I don't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? And even when I had to be at work at 8 a.m. or some ungodly hour, traditional banking hours times, I remember I was I was useless until after lunch. I was useless. I mean, I did stuff, but I was not at my high. I was not operating at a really high level. It did take me a while. I took many Mm -hmm. coffee breaks. I never, I did not drink coffee until way later in life. 
Oh my god. I didn't. I just was not I was never a soda drinker or a coffee drinker. I don't think I st- well, I know when I started drinking coffee, it was after I had my second child. Mom and I started drinking coffee together when I was like 9. <laughs> it's oh god, it's almost like she said, "Here, you want a cigarette? We'll do it together." <laughs> I think she just wanted someone to drink coffee with her. I think you're right. <laughs> And she's like, well, you're my last hope. Here, try this. So we just started drinking coffee together. That's really sweet, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That's really sweet. Yeah, it's um, it's funny that, you know, when mom comes over and she's like, yeah, let's have some coffee. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'll make it. And she'd be like, Jamie, this is like tar. I said, what are you talking about? I go, no wonder you can drink two carafes of coffee a day. It's like water. It's like, I get it. It's like super, super hardcore. I drink one cup a day and that's all I need. And I'm on my way. When did that change? Mom used to drink like the strongest coffee in the world. The world of coffee has gotten so refined now. You know, it's like wine. And so, you know, the Folgers or the Sankas of the world. Sanka. Oh, my God, Jamie. (laughs) Those are like trailer garbage people coffee. You know, now there's Pete's and Starbucks if you're Randy and, you know, all these other super nice high end coffees that I can't pronounce. And I just, we just like it really strong because we really only drink one cup and then we're done. And where mom, I think she likes it a little more, like she likes the mochas and the lattes and the cap, not cappuccino. She likes anything with steamed milk in it, which really that's not harsh, strong coffee. So no, that's true. She likes it a little more mild, I think. And maybe because she's older, who knows? Could be. Anyway, (laughs) so, okay. So last night, the first open house for high school I have been to in probably 10 years I obviously we are had kids really young and so our youngest is now a junior in high school. She's the most involved when it comes to events at the school that we've had since all four of our kids have gone through the same school. And so she's kind of like you. It's she's a little demanding and saying, "Hey, there's an event, I'm in it, you're coming." That's how okay. you you used to be like that. You were very demanding about we're all going to open house, I am performing, you will all be there. And with bells on, by the way, and I want you to meet all my teachers. You know, that's kind of how uh, Malia is, too. Now, that message was mostly for mom (laughs) because (laughs) I know. But mom is she wasn't going to suffer without us. We were all going to go because she's just like, I've done this three times already. And I'm like, yeah, but you haven't done it for me. So you have to go, mom. (laughs) And they're like, all right, girls, we're all going. It's like, why don't we have to go? She's like, I am not going alone. Now go. I'm like, God damn it. So we all would go to your open house events. So this child is like, hey, uh, when we have our quote unquote open house is when the arts go on full display. So they're doing like a mini preview of the spring musical, which is Footloose this year. Oh, that's cute. The band is going to have a little demonstration. Madrigals, which is the quote unquote varsity choir is going to be there. And then all the art students have been working on projects all year. And those are on display. And then the really nice ones, there's a place where you can purchase the really nice ones. And so it's this whole thing. And Malia had a piece in the display and she said, you probably need to come and and see this. Daryl is in Phoenix right now. So he missed out. (laughs) So I got to go by myself. Oh, joy. But I somehow guilted Mackenzie, my other daughter, to come. (laughs) So I said, I told Malia, I said, you tell your your sister she has to come to this as well. And I said, you tell her she's required. And so she says, well, I did do that. But I told her you said it because she would get mad at me if I if she thought I was demanding her her time. 
fine. So we all descended upon the high school. Now, it was actually really lovely because this is not the kind of open house in elementary school where you have to go to all the classrooms, meet the teacher, look at all of their pieces of paper that they have post, you know, put on the walls, and then you don't have to go to the next grade where they get to meet the teachers for the next year, hoping that they get this class kind of thing. You don't have to do any of that. There were food trucks there, like gourmet food trucks and all of this art stuff. And the teachers are wandering around this whole arts thing, meeting their students' parents. So you don't have to go to the classroom. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they actually mill around looking at all the art going, oh, that's my math teacher. And then you walk over like, hi, Mrs. Whoever. And you know, go on that way. And, and sometimes the kid will go, okay, that's my math teacher. Turn around. We're walking this way. <laughs> you know, there's all of that. So that was really fun. But it was so pleasant, although it was absolutely freezing and it started to rain. Yeah. Last night was no good. Oh my God. I was, I'm like, Malia, I'm freezing. Can we leave? And of course she's volunteering. So she had to be there till the end. And I said, all right, well, I'm sitting in the car. So I went and sat in the car because I was like, I'm not doing this any longer. That, that's what I would have done. Yeah. I said, I don't, I go, I go, Malia, I've literally seen everything twice. Do I have to be here? And she's like, well, no. And I said, okay, well, I want to leave. So can you leave? She's like, no, I have to do this. And then I said, I'd clean up and everything. I said, oh God. I said, well, I'm in the car. You know where I'm at. And I just left. I have to sell pretzels until 730. And- she had to sell these glass. She, they, they take wine bottles and they, they melt them. So they're flat. I've seen those. Right. And then they stencil something on and then another student sandblasts it so you can have your own little decoration. So, of course, we had to buy one. You already have one of those. I know. But, you know, we're supporting the arts. And so I <laughs> spent $10 for a smashed wine bottle that said oh, minor on it. At least it was only $10. So I thought it was yeah. going to be like 20 bucks. No. And in fact, when when uh, the teacher came over, she's like, oh, are you guys selling any? She goes, yeah, we sold three. She's like, oh, that's so good. It's <laughs> like yes her parent her family bought three of them no we bought two but it was so much i mean gosh if open houses were like this at an elementary school i would have been all in on it it would have been great but they're not like that you have to go to all the classrooms know. and it's boring there's something nostalgic about the classic open house although yeah. like with the our kids open house there's a time frame window yeah, you go. So we have to like hurry. Because yes. They'll say Olivia's open and they start everything so damn early. Yeah, because they and they don't. It's almost like they don't take into consideration, you know, working parents. They don't. Yeah. And so they said open house starts at 530. And I'm just like, what? If I was working still, mm-hmm. there'd be no way I'd have to ask to get off work early. Yeah. To go to this open house. And so they would say, like, I don't know, first and second grade or y- your window is 530. And then mm. sixth grade would be like, you know, 630. Really? They don't just let everybody mill about together? No. You, That's so you have weird. to go to the classroom during your time frame. That sucks. And you only get a half an hour. Well, that's plenty. I mean, it is. But what sucks about it is everybody's in there. So it's well, hot. Well, that's true. Everybody's Ugh. looking around. There's a checklist that you're supposed to check off all of that course. you looked at all these things and sign it. I am such a rule breaker because I remember having to go to that and say, OK, well, you have to sign in. So your 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 your, your kids get points mm-hmm. if your parents show up. And I'm like, oh, God, I would see the sign in sheet 
And, you know, you have to say, yes, I acknowledge I saw all the stations. I saw everything. <laughs> and I'm, I just said, Tyler, I'm signing this and we're, we're leaving. I'm not doing this. I've seen it all. I'm proud of you. I, I've seen it all. I don't. Right. I'm such an, I'm such an unfun person when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I, I wish I felt bad about not feeling bad, but I don't. I just don't. And I, I, it feels superficial because, like you said, they've condensed open house to such a rigorous, militant type of schedule. Like when you and I were in elementary school, the open houses, it was like a freaking spring fling. Yeah, no, it was a big deal. Bake sale, a cakewalk, music, the band would play. You know, mm-hmm. you, could, you could go to any classrooms. The only one that was a bit taboo is they wouldn't let sixth graders go to the kindergarten classes. But other than that, you could be a fourth grader and you could go meet the sixth grade teachers and you could see all the cool stuff they're doing. And now it's just like, you know, it's very specific. If you're in, you know, like a lower class, they'd let you go to the next class up. Right. So that way you could see what you're in for and meet yes. the various teachers to see like what teachers you might get. And see, yeah. here's the other thing about our class or our school is open house. We had open house like almost two months ago. What? And so they have open house literally like three months before school gets out. Lame. And so I'm just like, what's the point of that? Is it a year round school? No, it's traditional. That's weird. That's really weird. Yeah, uh, they do do things differently. So I'm sure that there are schools who completely rock open house still but our area specifically it's become such a sad little event it's it's basically a conference with the teacher plus there's really nothing else to it but the high school one gave me a little hope because it was much more pleasant than I expected because the traditional open houses they tried to do (laughs) I remember the teachers would be like look I'm not going to be here for open house but there'll be a sign in sheet on my door if you want to like check in and say you you brought your parent that's fine but I will not be here it's like okay (laughs) you know what there was a teacher that said they weren't going to be there for open house (laughs) I'm like I respect you so much right now they said my son has that my son has a soccer game that's what she said (laughs) that's awesome yeah so Um, I mean and I respect those teachers for for being real about it. I was it. like walking into the classroom and you see like the uh, the stuffed bodies sitting in the chair. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, which one's Ryan or which one's Olivia? And, <laughs> oh, and, I remember that. And they've drawn the faces on there and they're, and then Olivia's like, mom, this is me. That's <laughs> oh, so cute. And you're like, wow, your wrists are very thin. <laughs> you're like, oh, well, the scissors get away from you when you're doing the wrists. That's and they're like, we get to take it home. I'm like, oh, oh good. Great. So we have a, another paper, a, a giant paper doll of you with tiny little wrists. Great. And a giant head. Put in your closet and then throw it away in, you know, two weeks. <laughs> I want to save it forever. Sure and then eventually, do. Mom, what happened to my body? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea where that went. That's so odd. Yeah. It's like, oh, honey peed on it. We had to throw it away. <laughs> uh, did you watch the Trading Spaces episode? The new reboot of Trading Spaces has returned with Miss R.C. Willie herself, Paige, Paige Davis. Davis. 
Yes. Yes, and the, most of the original designers. Um, yes, I did watch it. It was a two-part series. Paula, I couldn't get through. I could not fast-forward through that reunion fast enough. I fast-forwarded it through it too. I fast-forwarded. On, on, I'll be honest with you. I DVR'd it because I knew we wanted to talk about it briefly. I fast-forwarded through a lot of it, actually, even the ap- actual episode. Yeah, I moved through quite a bit of it. They're sticking with the tried and true storyline, the way they're setting it up. They're babying us into this because they had two sisters who clearly had a plan. They were not going to hate anything that happened. They were going to remind themselves how much work it took and how exhausted they were because they've obviously seen the show. It would be like if you and I did it. Right. They started with literally the two worst designers on the show. <laughs> I like would the agree. Worst. Hildy and is it Daniel? I can't even remember his name. I blocked it out of my memory. It's not Glenn, is it? No, 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 no. Glenn, no. I don't even care. The two designers that they had. I get why they keep these type of people as the designers on the show with their visions. Because they're outrageous. And they ignore fashion. They they ignore house trends. They don't care about what's in style. They don't care about what housing style is. And they don't care about resale value. They're going to do whatever they want. And if you hate it, you can paint it. And part of me thinks that they keep them on there because they know that they're bad. And mm-hmm. there's almost like that, like when they reveal and yes. the homeowner's just like, wow. <gasps> wow. <laughs> because it's so awful. It's like, I don't even know where to begin. When I saw yeah. that they had Hildy on there, I'm like, why did they pick her first? I'm just like, literally, if, if you... You're starting the show. You could have picked like Vern Yip. You I could have Vern. picked the redhead chick. Oh, she's so good. You could have picked the the older her, like, gentleman with Laurie. glasses. Yes, he's good too. You know, there's there's so many people that you could have picked. And yes. I'm like, but they picked Hildy. And I'm like, what is she going to do now? And then when on the reunion show, mm-hmm. they did show some of the things that they had done. Yeah. She stapled a table to the roof or to the... <laughs> I remember that. The ceiling. I mean, I get the outrageous factor. I get the taste factor. But I think the, the struggle that this new reboot is going to have is this. It is that everybody who is a homeowner or has been a homeowner, we're so much... We're, we're way more educated on design and what's trending, what... You know, now it's like... It's so easy to put together a room on a budget without the help of a designer and have it look nice. I mean, even Target. I mean, you can go to Target and design a room for less than 500 bucks. And people are fairly educated about how to make a room put together. They understand spacing and all that stuff. So especially the and everybody here is a homeowner. So they're very aware of how to do it because that's the first thing you do. You know, it used to be you would just move in and paint the walls and be like, well, this is it. That's why Trading Spaces was so popular. But now everybody kind of understands design. We've, I mean, we've been inundated with the Joanna and Chip Gaines of the world for years, 20 years it's been. So I think that's going to be the struggle that Trading Spaces has is that you're going to bring the Hildes of the world and we're going to be like, come on, no one's going to put burlap on the walls anymore. That's ridiculous, Daniel or whatever that guy's name is. It's like, I get it. They were both horrible, by the way. I His thought. wasn't that bad compared to hers. I mean, I, she literally pasted fabric to the wall. No, that was the other guy. 
the guy did the burlap. She did the kaleidoscope of color on the ceiling. Oh, God. And what's worse, Paula, is that she didn't even use painter's tape to make sure that all the the triangles were, were like, straight. She just left them to their own devices going, okay, well, I put this... I put this, you know, stencil on the wall by, you know, with an overhead projector. So just use that. And they they literally refused to do the ceiling. And they made she made them do the ceiling. See, here's the worst part about those two designs is they had two thousand dollars. And if you're redoing your bedroom, that's a lot of money. for. That is a lot of money. Yes. You know, you you need like a bucket of paint. You can get a brand new comforter. You can get like a nice rug. Paula, you can get new furniture. You can get a whole new bedroom set for less than two grand. You know, put a couple of pictures up and stuff like that and get some new lamps and, <laughs> you know, all that stuff for two yes. grand. But it's just like it's, when they did their designs, it's just like it's like they haven't grown up, you know, well, and it's like, oh, it's art project time. You know, it's like we're going to paste shit to the wall. And all I could think when these two like the one girl who got that hideous kaleidoscope room, the, the, the Murphy bed was amazing, by the way. That was the best thing that happened is that they created a space for it to be an office or a bedroom for guests. That, that was brilliant. But the, the paint job was so bad I mean, and it was poorly done, too. It wasn't even, like, done well. So it's like, I'm looking at that, and the girl comes in, and she starts to cry. And they're like, she's like, oh, I hope those are happy tears. And I'm like, those aren't, ha- those aren't happy tears. Those are, I'm exhausted. This has been a very long process, and I have to paint this fucking room. Right. That's what I'm thinking. And I'm exhausted. And she's like, I just can really appreciate the effort that this took. And I really love that answer, because she hated it, but she was not going to diss her sister. Right. She's just like, I'm not doing that, but this is god awful. Ass ugly awful. Now, <laughs> I would have, you would have walked in. She's like, do you want to see your sister? I'd be like, yeah, bring her in. <laughs> and we'd be hugging and I whisper and I'm like, what I'm the so fuck sorry. were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'd be like, burlap, Paula, really? It's going to take me hours to rip that out. It's like, I would not have burlap on my wall. I, that is so 70s. I can't even with that. I just don't understand why they are designing like they were back then. You know, it's like maybe they aren't that great of designers. Uh, no, they're not. But, you know, the thing is, is that you can do outrageous bedrooms with the theme or whatever you want to do. Like I'm I'm all in on the outrageous. But can we up the taste level a little bit so that it's at least you go, wow, this is not going to stay. But it looks more modern than it would have 20 years ago. Like yeah. the kaleidoscope thing, it's like, did we really need to do that? No, you could have, you could have fabriced the wall or something. I mean, wallpaper, anything would have been better than this. I realize that they have to give them some ridiculous project that they have to work in the through the night with. I get that stuff, but the taste factor—it's so dated. It's so nineties. I'm really, really disappointed. It's like, what were these people? What have these people been doing for twenty years? Like, what have they been doing? Book tours? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, really crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure that this show's going to last too long, to be honest. <sighs> and it's disappointing because I was really hopeful that they were going to up the outrageous taste game, but it would still be like, wow, I never would have thought to do this, but I, it's not hideous. Like, what's, I mean, she hung eggs from a lamp. Eggs! Yeah. Eggs. And she made them. And then they showed that. Did you see that part where the, the husband and wife were blowing eggs, uh, egg out of the eggs? 
Did you see no, that? No, I didn't. Okay, so Hildy, who was really pissed that they refused to do the ceiling, she said, okay, it's art project time because they've got, she's all, she's so wackadoo about that stuff. She had five dozen eggs and she said, we're going to string this together and create some kind of thing. And so they had to blow out five dozen eggs so that they had the shells so she could create some kind of art piece. So they're sitting there. They're like, oh, my God. They're like, well, I guess this is what this is what we get for not doing the ceiling. So they're blowing out these eggs. It looked disgusting. Like, do you spit or swallow? It just depends on how I feel. These people were spitting and it was graphic. All I could think of was, well, this is what this looks like. Okay. God. It was so disgusting. And guess who was better at it? The guy. The guy. (laughs) It was so funny. I was like, wow, you're really good at this. (laughs) If I was the wife, I'd be concerned. Oh, she, she did one and she could barely do it. And then she finally got one done and it was it was pathetic. And then he blew it out like it was nothing. I'm like, well, I would have told her, I'm like, I'm not doing this. I would have been like, I'm not doing this on camera. <laughs> I'm not so doing nasty. this, period. If you want five dozen. Actually, what was really funny is that they're like, Hilda, you do one. She goes, no, I don't want to get lips. I don't want to get lipstick on the, the egg. And the, the wife goes, well, I don't want to either. And Hilda looks at her and she goes, you don't have any lipstick on your face right now. <laughs> I'm like, wow, salty. What a bitch. So anyway, there was a bonus. Hildy did fall and twist her ankle at some point because she was trying to make art with bikes. (laughs) What is with making art? I don't know. And it was ugly as hell. It was just it was such a fail. And I'm like, okay, why? I mean, did they choose Hildy? So we so we look forward to anything other than this will be better. I'm not sure. But I think they chose her (sighs) because everyone was hoping to see like the the epic fail. It was epic. And then the other guy's thing. You know, I know he was going for like a spa like retreat tropical Hawaiian. But I mean, Mm -hmm. everything looked it looked like shit paint on the walls. And it looked like a massage parlor that you would definitely not want to go to twice. No. It's like you walk in and go, wow, okay, I'm out. And then they pick those lamps. Did you see the green lamps that look like anal beads? (laughs) Why do people pick those? They're so ridiculously graphically awful. Because they don't know what anal beads are. (laughs) It's like, if I walked in, I'm like, Paula, really? Anal bead lamps? Really? You're like, what? I thought they were funny. (laughs) Just like our mother, how I had explained get off. Because she kept saying, he gets off on it. I'm like, (gasps) mother. Mom, I'm like, that doesn't mean what you think it means. You use that word like you think you know what it means. But I don't think you know what that means. She she said it all the time. And finally, I'm just like, Mm. Mom, you're going to say that in mixed company. Someone's got to educate you. You can't say that. So I finally told her. And she's like, no, it doesn't. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Keep on saying it. Say it in church, Mom. Tell someone in church what that that somebody gets off on something. Oh, they're equally as naive and stupid. They wouldn't know. God, that would be awful. (laughs) Okay. All right. So I don't know about you, but I'm going to continue to DVR it and fast forward through and see the highlights. And and hopefully if there if a really good one comes up, we'll talk about it. If I can get through the episodes, if they continue to be like horrible designs and it's just an absolute flop, then I just (laughs) I I don't see the point. Well, like I said, I'll flip through it. I'll you know, I'll DV. I'll fast forward through it. And if I see anything good, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll see. 
Okay, so just a few little celeb notes, and then we can move on to our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Okay. Mariah Carey has come out saying she has bipolar disorder. I read that. And it kind of explains so much about her nut job behavior in the last few years. She didn't realize. She's like, I thought I was just you know, overworked. I wasn't sleeping well. So I thought I was just tired. She was self-medicating with wine. Obviously, if you've seen any of her reality show, you know that she drinks all the time. And now she's on a new medication that doesn't make her tired or make her feel crazy. And she's actually doing really, really well. And I thought, you know what? Good for her. Because I kind of feel for her the way I felt about Britney. You knew something wasn't right, but you just didn't know if she was just an alcoholic or something. Or a diva or... Right. But even divas, the, the behavior was really outrageous. And her show really highlighted how sick she was. And knowing that now, I kind of feel bad that they exploited her. But nobody knew. You know, it's just like when Britney had her re- reality show. The public didn't realize how mentally ill she was. And so I'm super happy for her. And I'm really happy that she came out and told people. I think that's a huge deal. It's really, I think it's really scary to tell people that you have mental health you know, issues. Because even though we're all super open and honest about stuff, there's still always that weird taboo feeling about admitting that you're not 100%. You know, well, it's really hard, especially if you're a celebrity. I think with her, you know, having bipolar disorder, it doesn't mean that you can't function in society. Right, It just means that there's, I don't know, it's kind of like... Well, it's like being diabetic. Yeah, You will always have to help, you will always have to take care of it. There's always going to be maintenance and things like that. Yes. You know, if you don't take care of it, there will be symptoms or side effects of not treating it and so i think that's what was going on with her Mm -hmm. is is that she was suffering from the side effects of not treating the Mm -hmm. disorder and right not but mostly because she didn't know i'm just really happy for her yeah no i'm i'm glad that she was able to you know find out that Mm -hmm. she had it and you know she's going to be taking care of herself I hope that she doesn't get on any kind of medication where she gains weight. That would suck. (laughs) Well, I saw some photos. She did the red carpet with her ex and her two kids, and she looks amazing. Good. Amazingly good. So she's obviously, and maybe that's why she was, had put on some weight a couple of years ago. Maybe she was on the wrong medication, and now she's got it right. Could have been. Well, good for her. Yeah. So I'm really glad. I'm really glad she came out, and I think that will help a lot of people to know that someone you know because there are people who are you know they idolize these people and they go wow she's not perfect how weird is that you know so it's actually helpful for for those who realize that everybody has flaws no matter how amazingly talented or beautiful they are i mean you know we're flawed we're amazing and talented and you know we have our flaws (laughs) (laughs) also you know who rachel mcadams is right Mm -hmm. she was in the notebook Mm -hmm. she's 39 she just had a baby boy with her screenwriter uh, boyfriend, Jamie Linden. He did We Are Marshall and Dear John. Yeah, anyway, like nobody even knew she was pregnant. Nothing. She just happened to have a baby like a week or so ago, and it was a little boy. And it's just weird because she's 39, and I can only imagine what that pregnancy must have been like if she hid out of sight for so long. That's not old in this day and age. A lot of women are having babies in their late 30s, early 40s. But I don't care how good medical care has gotten. 
it is brutally difficult to be pregnant in your 30s. And I can't even fathom it in your 40s. I don't know how people do it. I, I really don't. It's so hard. You're so tired, you know? Yeah. But I mean, if you're not working and you you don't have other children to take care of. That's all, true. And all this you have to first. do is basically be pregnant. Mm-hmm. And especially being older. Yes. Then I think that you probably have like the the patience and mm. the willpower and that's true you know, the ability to you know eat right and be stress-free all sure, those sure. things that is true you have a there's a little more maturity with the way you take care of yourself right because you know yourself a little bit better than if you were you know like me 20 <laughs> it's just not the same well, and you don't have all these outside factors you it's know? true and you can can you have a little more control over how you're going to handle this pregnancy when you're older that is right. true i i mean so. that is true but physically speaking i don't care how good it is it's still exhausting on your body i think personally Probably. but but I don't I mean, know if you have the, you know, the opportunity to take a nap whenever you want. Well, that Jeez. God, you would do that. You paid to have that now. Yeah, like, really? Okay. <laughs> I, I'm like, I do that now. <laughs> Kate Hudson is pregnant. I heard that. Baby number three. She had one of those gender reveal parties and they're having a girl. And I'm just thinking she's 38, by the way. Doesn't I was matter. just going to say she's not young either. No, she's not. She's in, well, late 30s, which is, you know, to me feels young. So she's having a third baby with her boyfriend. And um, I was just, it, I don't know why, but the first thing I thought of was, God, she just shaved her head. Like She, she did? She, yeah, she shaved her head for, a, I believe, for a movie. But in it, it's growing back now. But, you know, she's not a natural blonde. So it's coming in brown. Oh. And, um, you know, now, and she's pregnant. So she's not necessarily going to bleach her hair because it's not wise from what i understand to color your hair when you're pregnant oh it's it's debatable yeah i don't know i got mine done when i was pregnant but oh well that explains so much yeah about your children (laughs) i know no wonder olivia is such a handful they have bleach blonde disorder (laughs) it's true it was funny. So they did a gender reveal and they did it on Instagram and it was really cute, of course, and everything was, you know, staged really lovely. And then I posted a couple days later, there was some security footage of a woman and her two small children, boys. They were like five and six and seven or, you know, in that age range. She had this giant balloon that she was leaving a florist shop for a gender reveal party and she was responsible for bringing this huge balloon to this party. And so she's walking out and the security can footage has her holding it, walking to the car and her son next to her has some kind of toy sword. And he accidentally like jumping up and down, he accidentally popped it (laughs) and the balloon exploded into pink streamers everywhere. And she stopped. The woman stops. She turns and she looks at the sun. And of course, the kid is like, he looked like one of those baby monkeys when they're really afraid. (laughs) He's like, oh, no. Oh, shit. And she's like. So she literally drops her hands and turns around and walks back into the into the florist shop. And I said, this is why we don't do gender reveals. We would never get away with this. We would never. If, if one of us was pregnant, we wanted to do something like a gender reveal with a balloon or a box of balloons or whatever they do. Uh, it would never get to the, to, to the there would be no grand finale. Someone would ruin it. <laughs> we would never get to it. The thing about gender reveals is like, is that a new thing? Because pseudo? yeah, pseudo new. I mean, 
Like, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to shit on it, but I would never fucking do one. It's so dumb. They're so dumb. I don't get it. I'm just I, like, you know, why are we celebrating it? I don't. What if it's wrong? Here's the thing: is is like when I think about me as a person. Yes. I. I never thought of myself as a private person, but to right. be honest, <laughs> I think on certain things I really am because mm-hmm. like if I was ever pregnant again, mm-hmm. I really think that I would just have me and Victor go to the hospital and have oh, yeah. the baby and then yeah. have everybody come by afterwards. Yeah. Or if we, sure. you know, got the gender, we would just be normal people and find out when we're there in the room at the ultrasound. Oh, yeah. You know, like normal, like normal people or most people. Yes. I, you know, we wouldn't have this giant party, you know, and cut a cake open to see what color it is or, you know, know. and and honestly, just my luck, we would do that and we cut the cake and it would be purple. Yeah. Or green, or they'd forget, and it would just be black, you know, be brown, and be like, well, okay, uh, is there something you want to tell us? I've seen things where people have to go through, like, obstacles courses, and, you know, all this stuff just to find out the gender, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this shit? I have to Paula. Pardon me. Can you imagine if someone invited us to one of those parties? Oh, God. I, I I would struggle to even attend. I would struggle. I'd be like, why are you inviting me to this? You know that this goes against everything I believe in. Come you know on. What? If, it's, if it's what they want to do and it, yeah. it's exciting for them, I yes. would totally go. No. But for me personally, <laughs> I, I it's, it's not my interest. Paula, you're being kind. Because there's no way in the hell that I would. If I told you, so Daryl and I were thinking about having a gender reveal, you'd be like, Jamie, what? What is wrong with you? Why? I would just why? chalk it up to the fact that you're pregnant and you've lost your mind. Well, and that's why people <laughs> indulge this. I think that's what happened. Some crazy woman was high on estrogen and said, oh, no, we're going to celebrate this fucker. And then it's going to be like, this is my last baby. So we're going all in and we're going to celebrate everything. It's like, oh, my God. And then it just stuck. It just took. And then now everybody does it. I don't get it. And I'm not apologizing if you do it. It's dumb. And nobody that did it, except for maybe your mother, who's excited about the grandchild, was excited about this. Everybody else was just indulging you. Yes, they were. And everybody poops in labor. I'm just saying it now. (laughs) It is what it is. Just come to grips, people. Come to grips. Anyway, congratulations, Kate Hudson, on your baby girl. All right. Well, let's do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. month ago i had told you that i ordered all these clothes yes and for some reason and i don't know why i i attributed it to ordering it in the middle of the night maybe i have had insomnia longer than i thought i think so for some reason i ordered two two of the same shirts twice Mm. now i have two pink shirts and two like mocha colored shirts okay and so I have four shirts that are basically the same. I just am like, God, what's with me? That's lame. <laughs> and so the weather's changing. It's getting warm. And so Livia yeah. needed some summer clothes because all of her other clothes, you know, her shorts, they're super small and they don't fit. And same thing with her T-shirts. So I bought her some shorts 
and I bought her some really cute shirts. Hmm. When they arrived, I was looking at, you know, the clothes and there were two shirts in there that were exactly the same. And I'm like, oh, how funny. They gave you two shirts that were exactly the same. Polymery. And so I was looking through the packing list and I'm just like, you know what? Let me just make sure I didn't ac- accidentally order two of the same shirts. <laughs> you know, I'm like, anything's possible. But I'm like, I'm sure they just made a mistake. And so right. I looked down at the shirt list and it said quantity two. And so I'm just like, you're kidding me. I'm like, I ordered <laughs> again? two of the same shirts again. Paula, are you maybe clicking and you're not, you're just randomly clicking on things? I don't know what's wrong with me. Wow. And so I just, and I was wearing my glasses when I ordered them, but <laughs> oh no, I just, I don't even know. And so, so now Olivia's got multiples <laughs> just like you. I mean, it's, it's a cute shirt. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's fine that she has two of them. It's not like she won't wear it, True. but it's just. You know, it's getting expensive. And yes, so, your, your awkward moments are causing some expense. That is true. I'm just like, I've got to stop doing this. Well, stop ordering at two in the morning. Jeez. I know. I just we're like, oh, that Paula, she's uh, she's on she's on the hunt for shirts again. <laughs> yeah, right. If you're the children's place or Amazon nurse, like order at three, order at three, order at three. <laughs> That's you. Because like, oh, I know that I'm going to probably double order or throw in wow. something that I don't need. or That's so funny. Okay, so Daryl is traveling this week. And so when he is gone, I have to do everything, which is fine. And I actually get into a mode fairly quickly. I get back into single parent mode because I did it for so long. So it's not it doesn't take long. What that means, though, is I'm moving double time. Mm-hmm. So I'm moving around quickly and I'm doing a lot of stuff because I'm trying to be efficient and, you know, whatever. So I tend to hurt myself more often oh. because I'm I'm clumsy anyway, but I was doing really, really well and <laughs> I wasn't hurting myself. I was on time for everything. I was getting shit done and I had to go pick up Malia from school and all the neighbors that I have around here were probably a good 25 years younger than most everyone that lives where we live. Right. The one neighbors, they're really nice. And so they kind of know when Daryl's not around. So they're they're like extra friendly. Not They don't come to my door or anything, but they just make sure to say, hi, how's everything going kind of thing. Right. They're really like, they're like parents. It's They're really nice. Oh, that's sweet. So, but I was running a little late. And so... The door leading into the garage is a fire door. So it's like 300. It's like, it feels like 300 pounds. It's so hard to push open. It's real heavy. So I open up the door and it closes kind of quick. So you kind of have to maneuver yourself through. And so I open up the door and I hit, I turn, I open up the garage door and it's opening as I'm going through the fire door. And I had my purse with me. I hit my elbow on the door jam. Oh, really, really hard. Like I have a black bruise. If if I thought that I you could break an elbow, I I probably thought I broke the elbow. Jeez. The tip. It hurt so bad. But the awkward moment was I'm walking out. I hit it. I'm all, God damn it, motherfucker. Really loud. <laughs> and my garage door is open. And it's like, oh, hi. Hi, Terry. <laughs> I'm rubbing my elbow. And he's like, bring it out over there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Just hit the elbow. He's 
like, oh, yeah, that hurts. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, really loud swearing at all the old people. <laughs> and I get my card. I'm like, you know, that hurts so bad that I could probably cry right now. It hurts Ow. so bad. I was so angry. Like, I was doing so well. <laughs> it hurts. It's like banging awful. your head on something. Oh, God. No kidding. Gosh, mm. that hurts. It almost get, I Like, I get goosebumps thinking about it because it hurts so bad. And then the other, and I was, like, that night I was lotioning, you know, and mm. I was looking at my elbow. I was like, God, it was like a long, straight, like, thick line on my elbow. I'm like, you asshole. I hate you. I hate you, elbow. That's going to leave a mark. <laughs> Well, I think you win this week because you involved another person. So I'll give you 15,000 points. Wow, that's good. That's a good one. Thank you. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Have a great Sunday, and we will see you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth. 